106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. First hour of Fix-It Radio. We had a great time. We're at the Sons of Italy Car Show. Lots of cars and people here and food and vendors, and there's all sorts of things going on, so be sure to stop by 32nd and Harland is where we're at. If you're out in the Sweet Ridge area, and actually no matter where you are in Denver, we're not that far away, so come up and see us. It is an absolutely fantastic Colorado day. Oh, yeah. I know it's not fall yet, but it is to me. It's, it's Once feels, we get past Labor Day, it's this, fall to this me. This is like the best time of year. It's, it's gorgeous out, folks. If you haven't oh. been out, come by and say hi. A lot of great cars again. This is just a fun event. And Sons of Italy Car Show, I want to, want to thank Paul from GIA for having us out and just all the folks that are here. It's been a great day so far. The question of the day. Which, yes, we'll take phone calls today. We always do. We'll take text messages as well. The main call-in line to the studio, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. And the question of the day is the worst car myth. The worst <laughs> car myth. And there's a lot of them, actually. So uh, uh, call us, worst text us, car. tell us what your worst car myth is, 307-200-8222. We'll also answer questions. Jeff Kitty is with me today, uh, as well as my Uncle Bill, Bill Rush, with us today. He was actually with us last week. I talked him into coming out today, so I'm glad he's here. We've had a good time so far, and uh, we brought our 40 Ford behind us as well. Mm-hmm. And on yeah. top of that, my old 72 GMC. Yes, yep. right. So yep. we have a very nice 40 Ford you guys can come and look at that is actually our car. That's right. It's a great car, and it's got great... What's the history? Great Denver history. And we didn't get it from Denver, though. It, it made its well, way to the Northwest. Well, somehow. but it spent the most of its life here, and it was sold new by Davis Ford, if anybody remembers Davis Ford here in Denver. But anyway, it's a long time back. But it, the car belongs to a fellow named Kenny Wall. Kenny's in his 90s. Um, he's a Denver native, um, and uh, he bought the car. When he worked for Davis Ford okay. as a lot boy, oh, as a lot boy, as a wow. lot boy, all righty then, boy, yeah. and uh, and and he he's had the car since. I mean, uh, he moved to Oregon uh, here a few years ago, and uh, has now decided that uh, he's ready to retire Scale and back. get rid of his cars, and and so we had an opportunity to purchase the car, and 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 it's in the car is just like it was when Kenny built it. Uh, back in the day, okay. I mean it's a it's a true it's a beautiful old car. time, uh, all ori- hot rod, all so. original to that day, That's not right. original to when it was built That's in right. 1940, but to that well, day when he redid it. I was looking at a 40 down here that some people I know have. That's a, a gorgeous car, 
but it's got a Chevrolet V8 in it. It's an automatic transmission. It's got air conditioning and all those things. Right. This car has none of that, but it has a very nice flathead forward engine with Edelbrock heads and dual carburetors and a Columbia rear end and fender skirts and bar hubcaps and all the things we did back in the day. Great car. Again, that is one of many that are here today, so stop by. Dave Hart actually was out with us earlier. He's here as well, just down the row from us, and he's going to do a demonstration of his RoofMax product in a little bit. So if you guys get out and about and want to see how that works, you're welcome to do so. Lines are open, by the way, and I can see those, and, and we can answer calls as we always can as we're on remote, so don't worry about that. We can answer phone calls, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well, 307 200 8222 307 282 Again, question of the day is your uh, favorite or maybe maybe the car myth that annoys you the most. And there are a lot of car myths, by the way, folks. And we talked about this earlier before we came on air. And nothing against anyone in the automotive world, technicians included. But I will be the first to tell you, and this is kind of the problem I have with a lot of what's going on with just COVID and all of that in general. There's a lot of car myths in this world, in the automotive world, that, believe it or not, are perpetuated by enthusiasts and even technicians <laughs> yep. that don't know any better. They don't know any better. And, and I'm not, again, I'm not being critical of those individuals. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a knowledge thing as much as it is anything. But, yes. but th- there are myths when it comes to the car world that even uh, some inside the industry don't realize how big of a, quote-unquote, mistake they're making in perpetuating and continuing on with said myth and, and mm-hmm. i've got several of them we'll talk about those but if you have one that really you know bugs you uh please you know let us know and uh, and i've got numerous ones listed here again 303-477-5600 calls are coming in before that though what you you guys bill or jeff which what's your what's your favorite uh well myth? you know i uh, one of the things is we talk about oil and uh and you know people say well you know the heavier your oil run in it you run in the car, uh, the longer it's going to last, and and uh, especially if it's a little older engine, and that that's a myth. Actually, it is. Today, it is a myth. Today's yeah. new cars, it is no. very specific when it comes to viscosity right. and full synthetic. In fact, I will tell you, and I've told all my clients this. I battle with a few of them from time to time. I, I really don't know the day and age we live in. I really don't know why regular standard petroleum-based oil is still being manufactured and put on a shelf. Absolutely, I agree. Because I don't care whether we're talking cars that are even here, Mm -hmm. these classics. I don't care if we're talking about lawnmowers and or your modern car, of course, especially your modern car. The advantages to synthetic oil, there's no reason to ever buy a quart of standard oil. And by the way, blended oil is a marketing ploy, always has been. Anybody selling you anything when it comes to a blended oil, by the way, it's a gimmick. I feel like it's almost a scam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might as well put regular oil in it as opposed to blended because you're not getting enough extra protection out of that. That It's, a, it's about a four-to-one ratio of regular oil to synthetic oil on a blend. It's not even 50-50, folks. Mm-hmm. It's not even close to that. Blended oil, it, it sh- again, should, should never have been made in the first place. It was a marketing ploy to do a good, better best oil change that's where that came from by the way good being regular oil better being the blended oil and best being full synthetic and frankly folks i'm one that says only do the best which is full synthetic and the other two should go away yeah 
Well, you read you read articles, uh, you know, in some of these car magazines that say, well, if you've got an old Ford flathead V8, you can't run anything but a non-detergent hogwash. Uh, yeah, which is just a <laughs> bunch of baloney. You should be running the best oil in it you can find, and that's and that's. Uh, uh, like Mobile One or any of these good synthetics. And again, folks, we are out at the Sons of Italy Car Show in Wheat Ridge, 32nd in Harland. Uh, this car show itself, all the proceeds from, so all the cars that are had an entry fee, it's free to attend. You can come by and just see everything that's here. The food, though, the proceeds from the food, the entry fees, all of that, it's benefiting the sons and daughters of Italy. They have charities of their own that this benefits, and the Caruso family charities as well, which they do some interesting things all on their own and, and help a lot of kids that are, that are uh, and families that have, the way the Caruso family charity works is they're helping families that have some sort of a terminal illness in that family especially with kids there's lots of extra expenses travel and so on and they help when a, with a when, you know a son or a daughter or somebody in the family has that kind of an illness they help with a lot of the other additional expenses that a family incurs and trust me i know all about that with you know what we went through with my brother and there are a lot of additional expenses that no one really thinks about until they're there and the caruso family charities help with that as well but again we're live on remote 32nd and Harlan. We're at the Sons of Italy Car Show, and it's at the Sons of Italy Hall. I don't know how else to say it. If you if you are out and about and you've got a mapping system on your phone, just plug in Sons of Italy Wheat Ridge, and it will take you right here. You don't have to put anything else other than that. Sons of Italy Wheat Ridge, it'll pull you right into this. But we are at 32nd and, and uh, Harlan, Harlan in Wheat Ridge which basically we're about halfway between Wadsworth and Sheridan on 32nd, and this would be south of I-70. Okay, So if you guys don't know the area, some of you maybe that are new to town or whatever, we're south of I-70 in between Wadsworth and Sheridan, Sons of Italy Hall. It's 32nd and Harlan. If you get on 32nd Street off of either Sheridan coming west or Wadsworth going east, we're on the north side of 32nd. You can't miss us. Can't miss it. I don't know how else to – is that a good explanation? That's good. That's good. So That's come good. by, say hi. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick break. Lines are open, by the way. Question of the day is, what is the worst car myth? I'll, I'll tell you what mine is, too, here in a few minutes. But we'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8 10 and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298191. 
For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, PR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Other financial advisors may help your money grow, but they do not plan ahead to minimize taxes in retirement. Al Smith goes beyond mere asset management to help you create a written retirement plan that will withstand a stress test. You can't predict the future, but you suspect taxes may go up by the time you retire. You want to know how to protect your nest egg from increased taxes so your money will last. Imagine a document you can hold in your hands that contains contingency plans for unexpected healthcare events, runaway inflation, stock market fluctuations, and higher taxes. Your retirement plan with Golden Eagle Financial will provide a clearer view of what your retirement will look like tax-wise. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. All right, and we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for listening to us today. We appreciate it very much. Again, live at the Sons of Italy Car Show. And uh, there's cars, trucks, old cars, new cars. You name it, it's all here. A little bit of everything. If you came to our show last week that we had out in Westminster, this is a little different show. In fact, I don't think there's the same car from last week that's here. Even we brought a different car to this one than we did last week. So, I don't think there's the same cars. I, at least I didn't see any of these cars last week. So that silver Corvette. That's the only. That's right. It was here. La- it was think, in front of us last week. Yeah, it was you're in correct. Front of us last week. That's the only car, though. I recognize that was yeah. uh, there last week. So again, if you came out last week, don't worry. Come out this week. You'll see a whole new, different set of cars and people and food and everything. So come by again. Thirty second and Harlan is where we are, uh, right between Sheridan and Wadsworth on thirty second. Question of the day: The worst car myth, and we can take calls. Always can take calls, text messages as well. The text line, 
You can also call us directly. Uh, Larry's back in the studio, as well as Charlie, uh, 303-477-5600. So 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. Any question that you have. And we are talking, question of the day, the worst car myths. And by the way, there are a ton. And some of these, again, come from the inside of the industry. In fact, I still, to this day, this next one is one I'm going to talk about. We still, to this day, I will hear ads, not from my sponsors, because we would have a problem if that were the case, but you'll even hear ads, national ads at times, on this next one, which is a myth. If I change my air filter, my fuel economy will increase. No, it won't. Now, is it a good idea to keep the air filter clean? Of course it is. But the myth is I'll gain fuel economy by changing the air filter. No, you won't. Now, some of the old, old carbureted engines, maybe, maybe you would gain a little bit of mileage increase by changing the filter. And I put a big quotation around maybe because even most of those, because even a carburetor would adjust to what I'm going to say. If there's less air coming through the air filter, Everything meters back and doesn't put as much fuel into the engine, which means that your fuel economy doesn't, de- you know, doesn't increase. It actually, you know, it doesn't decrease. It actually increases because there's less fuel going into the engine because there's less air, there's less fuel needed, and so on. Even carburetors had the ability to meter uh, to a, to a certain extent what I'm talking about. Now they're not as accurate as what today's modern fuel injection is, which then leads me to why today we should never ever say changing the air filter would give you better mileage because on a new modern fuel injected engine when it reads lack of air movement through the engine it is going to reduce the fuel going in therefore uh actually increasing fuel economy not decreasing now there are you know there are those theories out there that because the air filter is a little bit plugged and you've got your foot in it more to make more power and so on that you're going to use more fuel in that way maybe maybe but the premise the premise of changing the air filter to gain fuel economy is a myth. That's my point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, the, the, do, you, do you remember in the old old days, John, when we had oil bath air cleaners? You yes. Didn't, you didn't change the no, filter. No, you never did. All you did is change the oil in the darn thing, you know. You never did change it. You just put some extra oil in there. Right. And, and it, 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 it sucked up and came down yep. through a, through a, a water... Of, uh, looked like uh, a scouring brush yeah. right. material, right. like a Brillo pad, yeah, right. like a right. Brillo right. pad, yeah, a swamp yeah. cooler pad, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of what it was. Right. And, yeah. and I'm also one that will say this, and I've learned this from being in a business whereby the majority of the vehicles I have, not all of them, but a good majority of the vehicles I have, and my uncle Bill can attest to this, operate in a very, very dirty environment. You know, my street sweepers especially operate in an extremely, extremely dirty environment mm-hmm. and are sucking contaminants in all the time and what we have learned over the years is until the filter is almost plugged don't dink with it don't mess with it because the more you dink with it the more chance you have of actually dropping dirt and contaminants down into the intake and then running that through the engine which is then what causes engine damage you're actually doing yourself a disservice the more you dink with the air filter than if you just leave it in there and wait till it's almost plugged and then mess with it at that point and then when you do making sure you're using if you're a do-it-yourself or have a shop vac around suck all of that air box out the intake out uh, and you don't want to be wiping the intake by the way you want to be sucking that out as well because as you wipe you're going to drop things in that can very easily get down 
down into the engine, again, causing more damage than what it should be, you're better off, again, just not messing with it. Yep. Just leave it alone. So, again, that is one of those car myths that most people don't think about. So, yep. all right, Bill in Denver is next. Let's talk to him real quick. Let me get this going. And there we go. Bill, welcome, sir. Hello, John. How you doing? How are we doing, sir? Okay, that's fine. Uh, yes, yeah, I just recently purchased a used uh, vehicle, uh, the Lincoln. Now, it's got uh, both a turbo and direct injected. I was wondering what, what year is it, Bill? Uh, what uh, 2017? Okay, 2017, great. And uh, I was wondering what uh, what type of uh, uh, drive uh, drivability uh, should you uh, use on this car? Or anything anything special for uh, operating the vehicle? And also, what kind of maintenance should you use to uh, keep it up? Sure. Let, let's let's first of all talk about the maintenance side of it, and that is one where you want to be using a the correct viscosity, full synthetic oil with a high quality Napa Platinum, if available, which I believe it would be for that engine Napa Platinum filter. That is an engine where you're going to be wanting to change it depending upon how you drive. But in most cases, and this is dependent upon the the vehicle, the driver, how you do it, and so on. But typically, you're going to want to change oil about every 5,000 miles on that vehicle because of what you're driving. And again, you're unique because of the vehicle itself. So 5,000 miles, full synthetic oil, correct viscosity, and then at every oil change bill, you're going to want to put in a on in the oil change itself. You want to use the EPR BG product, so the engine performance restoration, which gets rid of some of that carbon that's built up from the direct injection and the turbo side of things. So use EPR at the oil change itself, and that's a product that a shop will know how to do. You put it in prior to the oil change, let the engine run for 10 or 15 minutes, then you change the oil, put fresh oil in. At that same time, I would use BG motor oil additive on the oil change itself, along with a can of 44K, which will then help clean injectors and get rid of some more of those carbon deposits and so on. And you want to do that at every oil change. Now, all of that being said, as far as how you drive the car, drive the car, however you want to. It doesn't matter. That's your call. Oh, okay. And, uh, no, nothing about, special. Uh, gas- okay, what about ga- gasoline regular or premium? I'm a guy that believes if you've got a turbocharged engine at our elevation especially, I would want to run either a mid-grade or a full premium grade, which I know right now is hard on the wallet because it's about 420 a gallon in our area. But you would at least want to run a mid-grade to a premium-grade fuel in that because of the turbocharger. Reason being, again, we're going to help get rid of some of those deposits. And, again, this is one of those myths as well. This leads into one of my other myths. There's a lot of myths out there that say it doesn't matter the grade of fuel you're putting in your engine. It's all the same. That's a myth. It's not all the same. There is a huge difference between regular mid-grade, and premium as far as octane is concerned and as far as the ad packs they put in the fuel itself. And this is especially true in top-tier fuel. I can't even specify or talk about the non-top-tier stations that are out there, the cut-rate stations, I mean, which I can't believe there's that many people that still go there, but they do. And some of those people will tell you that, hey, there's no adverse there's, there's no adverse things that happen. It's not a big deal. Well, yeah, on a couple, two or three tanks or even a year worth, there may not be. But over time, that low-quality fuel will have adverse effects upon that engine, especially in your case, Bill, it will have adverse effects effects on the engine that you may not know for several years down the road but believe me that lower grade fuel will will build up more uh, carbon deposits and things along those lines and in your case the performance of the engine with the turbocharger is affected by the lower octane fuel so use the highest octane you can okay 
And also, I, I heard something about uh, oil catch cans. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Oh, there's a lot of guys out there that on, on some of the, the towing applications for F-150s with the EcoBoost and even some of the, you know, uh, some of the, the, the more, quote-unquote, hot rods, some of the guys with explorers and so on that are doing some things along those lines. Some of those guys will swear by using the catch cans that you need them and so on. I guarantee you, Bill, even for myself personally, if I was just using it as a daily driver, there would be no need for that. There's going to be no need for that in your world either. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's good to know. Okay. Yeah, you won't have okay, any issues that way. Again, and that's, that, you'll see a lot of those things on the forums and so on with guys with EcoBoost doing some of that. Keep in mind, these are, these are enthusiasts, which, by the way, are a lot of the guys perpetuating some of the myths we're going to talk about today. So, again, take some of that with a grain of salt. You and your application and what you're doing, Bill, will never have to worry about it. Okay. Uh, one other thing. Uh, uh, I heard somewhere uh, somebody once said that uh, if you're driving a, a turbo um, uh, before you shut the engine off, let it idle for 30 seconds. Is that, uh... if, you, if you've gone, you know, say you've gone up I-70 and you pull into a, a rest stop or you pull over into a station, in that case, yeah, let, let, it, you know, let it idle for, I don't know, 30 to you know, 30 seconds to a minute to let things cool off. You driving around town and doing the majority of what you're going to be doing ain't going to make a hill of beans bit of difference. Okay, well, that's, that's good to know. Okay, you answered all my questions. Uh, You bet, Bill. No, appreciate it. Enjoy the car. That's a great car, great engine. But there are a few extra things you need to do in owning one of those, as I mentioned earlier. Joe, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. We want to give you plenty of time. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. The team at Extreme Auto Repair doesn't make excuses. Right now, auto repair shops across the country have full lots because nobody can find the parts they need. Delays in the supply chain have led to nationwide shortages, so suppliers have started raising prices. Smaller shops run by one or two guys just don't have the time or resources to spend hours on the phone hunting down parts. Corporate chains don't care enough to even try. The team at Extreme Auto Repair takes every delay personally. They don't believe in sitting back and hoping things will get better, nor will they gouge their customers. Thanks to their buying power, the team at Extreme Auto has more leverage than a one- or two-person shop, along with the manpower to locate parts. They're working harder to protect their customers by maintaining competitive prices and wait times. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com extreme for an exclusive Rush to Reason discount. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air listens to their customers. After every AC installation, the customer service team at Absolute calls the homeowners to thank them for their patronage. 
During the phone call, they also ask about the customer's experience with Absolute. The leadership team at Absolute takes customer feedback seriously, implementing company-wide changes based on the responses they receive. Just in the past couple of months, Absolute has hired their first team of boiler techs based on customer demand, so they may serve homeowners with non-traditional heating systems this winter. Normally, HVAC companies have a hard time finding boiler techs because boilers require a very specific skill set. Fortunately for Absolute, techs want to work for a company that listens. Thanks to their 800 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5, Absolute attracts some of the most experienced talent in the industry. Call the team that listens, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Visit the Absolute Electrical booth at the Denver Home Show at the Colorado Convention Center. Be sure to let them know you hear them on KLZ. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, we're back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We are at the Sons of Italy Car Show, 32nd and Harlan in Wheat Ridge. So come on by, say hi. We're talking today, the question of the day is the worst car myth. Joe, you're up next. What's going on? John, you sound just like the guy who was on the radio at 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I do, don't I? Amazing. <laughs> Funny how hey, that works. <laughs> hey, three quick ones. Uh, one, the myth is that you have to make sure that your AC is turned off before you start the car to, to minimize ah, the drain on your battery. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yes, another good one. Good, good one. Yeah, yes. When you turn the key to the start, it disconnects all your auxiliaries, including power to the AC clutch. So the AC is not running during the start. Which, by the way, by just a side note, too, most new cars have no clutch anymore. They use a variable uh, compressor, which, by the way, you're using in your industry as well, Joe, today. Yep. Uh, where where really, literally the compressor can run. As long as the AC button's on, they're running all the time, and they just vary the volume coming in and out of the compressor based upon uh, the compressor itself. It's a variable compressor, and most new cars have that with no clutch now. Right, but even then, when you turn the key to the start position, even that is shut off. So you got the AC it. Is, the AC is not running. No issue. Second, all right, second if, the myth that if you want to increase your gas mileage when it's warm, drive with the windows open instead of having the AC on. Yeah, huge myth. Huge myth. Because that, that one, by is, the way, was that one was busted by, by Mythbusters, too, by the way. I was going yeah. to mention that, Mythbusters, yeah. uh, because the increase in drag, the, you know, it destroys the aerodynamics. Yep. And the air right. coming yeah. into the car adds tremendously to the drag, so you waste more. And the, similarly, the myth about the uh, the web tailgates on your pickup truck instead of the solid tailgates, same thing. Yeah, that, didn't uh, do any you, didn't do any difference. 
actually made it worse because uh, yep. in the wind tunnel test, they showed that when the t- with the solid tailgate up, the air flowed over the roof, over a static bubble in the bed, and right out over the top of your tailgate. When you put the web, when you paid extra money to replace your solid tailgate with the web. Tailgate open, nets. Tailgate nets. We tailgate sold a bunch nets, of those yeah. back in the day. That you then created a turbulent flow in the bed of your truck, and you actually got worse gas mileage yep. by replacing your solid tailgate. That's with right. Web That's correct. So, those are my three. No, those are good, and those are good ones. And again, these are things, as you know, Joe, that are just even today still perpetuated. And and I, I'm not sure why. There's enough, you know, information and and technology out there that have dispelled a lot of the things that we're talking about. And yet, those myths still get, you know, pushed on down the pike on a daily basis, almost. Well, you know, they might have been true. Well, you know, fathers tell sons, sons, you know, sons yeah. tell their their kids. I know. They tell their daughters, and nobody, you know, nobody ever bothers to check. And and things change. You know, there might have been a time, you know, when when some of those things were true. Maybe in in cars in the fifties, the AC didn't turn off when you started the car. Uh, but you know, that's that's long, long ago and land far, far away. Mm-hmm. So, so yep. Anyway, good one, good one. No, Joe, appreciate it. Those are good. Oh, awesome. Per- right, perfect. Some of those were on my list. Some were not. All right, Warren. You know, Dan should hop on the phone real quick on the radio real quick here because Warren's joining us. So hang on, let me get Dan's headset on here. Dan just walked up here. Uh, Dan must not be out driving today, or he's joining us. So nice. I'm out driving. Oh, you're dri- so you're I'm driving. driving by here. I'm driving by here. Oh, got That's it. Right. Got it. And his sister Anna's with us as well today. So Warren, what's up? Dan's hey, Warren, here. Warren, how are you doing, buddy? That gum boy, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you too, man. How you doing? No, I'm fine. Good. How good. You, how you guys been doing? We're good. We're good. Yeah, We're uh, weather's great today. We had yep. a great car show. Lots of people and food, and it's fabulous. How's Cheyenne? It's fun. <laughs> Is the wind blowing or not? Are you digging out of three feet of snow yet? Shut up. You always ask me that. <laughs> no, John, yeah. the wind is always the wind's blowing. always blowing. Is that the answer? Yes. Got it. Got it. Oh, you two are too much. How's work, Warren? Hey, uh, brother, I uh, gotta tell you, I ordered tires two weeks ago. They're just now coming in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, folks. So folks out there that want to replace their tires before winter, you mm-hmm. better get them ordered because it'll go. It's going to take you some time. You are correct in that one. Yep, the tire yes, the tire world has seen shortages just like everything else has, and price increases. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, most definitely. No question about it. And you know, like I, I drive Mazda, and right now you cannot get transmission fluid for a Mazda. Wow. Because it takes Mazda yeah, transmission takes fluid, fluid right. and you can't get it. It's 30 days out Wow! from the dealership. Wow. That's why you should probably have a Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Good one. Good one. What's that? So, no, but if you're driving specialty cars, you may have yes. those same kind of issues. Yes, and having an extra stock of your own is not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. And I always order Coopers. Good. You know, they're owned by Goodyear now. Goodyear bought them out recently. Yeah. So they're still a good car. Oh, yeah. No, I think, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think anything's going to change on that. And if anything, it might even get a little better. But I uh, just wanted to wish you well, Dan. Likewise. I love you. Thanks, man. Yep. Warren, love you. 
Take care. Appreciate it, man. You, man. You're a good man. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for joining us today. All the way from Cheyenne. So, so Dan, how are you? Good. Good, man. I'll tell you what. The weather's great. Oh, isn't it beautiful? Uh, yeah. Now, so I still have some issues. Yes. Okay. Why do why do people insist on parking in the left lane? I don't know, It's driving Dan. me drives absolutely me nuts insane. Too. And why are I semis in there? Exactly. Since when is that the semi go through here in Colorado? It's not. It's not. I think if you drive for Swift, it is. <laughs> God, did I say that? You did. Gee, I, I should right. not have said I think that. You're absolutely right. I should it's not have said that. No I'm sorry, Swift drivers. I didn't mean that. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely crazy, and uh, and people are driving. Did you notice that the roads are just incredibly packed? Yeah. What I mean, happened? Friday, Last couple of I weeks. Mean, it has just been. Why? I, I, Where are all these people coming from? I don't know. Is everybody moving here now? I is don't that, know. Is that the thing? Oh yeah. There's California's going to be empty. I mean, everybody. Jeez. They're going to empty California. Move it all to Colorado. No, you know, Dan, you are you are correct. There is a ton of, of traffic lately, and I don't yeah. know why. Well, the other day I was on I-70 about the same time you would have been trying to get over to the radio station. Mm-hmm. I'm sure going, oh, my gosh. I know. It never yes. used to be this bad that time of day. I you know. know. I mean, it was just, it was awful. Fridays, I'm, I'm now having to leave to go to the station about 20 minutes earlier than normal on Fridays because the traffic going to the station on Fridays is just becoming packed by, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't get it. All the freeways. I couldn't even go all the way east on I-70 yesterday. I had to jump off, go down I-25 just because of how busy everything no, that's, was. That's crazy. It's okay. crazy. Okay, so since we got a second. Yes. All right, so now you're you're big on tires. Yeah. And you're big on making sure your tires get rotated and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So now you know it's much. I do a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. No. And I can't. Never. <laughs> right? And uh, so I bought um, some Michelin Defenders. Okay. And uh, they're 70,000-mile tire. And I've put 43,000 miles on them. In less than six months, okay. five, four or five months. And um, so now they're down 230 seconds. Wow. Good is for that, you. Is that doing pretty good? You're doing well. So now what's the minimum? So now we can get snow in the mountains any day. Mm-hmm. So what's the minimum traction you got to have for tires like that up in the mountains? My, and This is me. I know this is going outside of the realm of what a lot of other folks would tell you, even CDOT included. But I'm a guy that says to have really solid traction in snow, in our area, you need to have half tread or better. Exactly. At that point, if you don't, you, it's a great summer tire. You can run them you know, yeah. several more summers if you want to. But I would buy another set, run them through a winter, put your summer tires back on. And I know that's not really feasible for a lot of folks to do with the storage of tires and so on. But, again, really, if you want a really solid, effective tire in mud, snow, the conditions that we have around here in the wintertime, ice, uh, you really need half tread or better. Okay, so you're talking half tread or better. So if you're a knucklehead like me, what was full tread? How do I know? You can if I'm look it up on there. I, you know what? And I don't know that answer either. You okay. can look it up on the website. Every single tire manufacturer on their website will have what the original tread depth thickness of your tire is. You can then measure it with a tread gauge and know exactly how much it's gone down. Okay. Eleven thirty seconds is pretty standard. Was well, pretty standard. Yeah, pretty so standard. Half of that would be six, six-ish, six five ish, five and a half ish, and okay. you're at seven. So I'm at you, eight. Oh, you're at eight. No, you're I'm fine. Yeah. If that, if they, and some, and some may have only started with ten. Right. You know, some may have yeah. ten, some may have twelve, yeah. some may have eleven. Uh, typically, you know, just memory, you're going to have nine or above. As original tire, and a lot of that depends on you know the mo- here's the, here's the other thing, folks. The more performance ended the tire is, the less that original thickness starts out at, That's which true. then makes those cars even more expensive to drive because you don't have as much rubber to wear off in the first place. And they do that because the only way to go around a corner fast is with not much tread. 
The higher right. the tread, the more the tire flexes. Oh. So you have less tread on a high-performance tire to keep the tire on the or to keep the tire on the road, which keeps the car on the road. Makes sense. Makes total sense. That's why you know that's why real fast race cars have slicks. They have no tread. No tread. I mean, they do. they do. They actually have a certain amount of rubber and and on slicks. Most people don't know this. I should say this because a lot of folks don't know this. The way you can measure the tread depth on a slick is they have little like. Uh, backwards pimples is the best way for me to say it. Yeah. Indentations in the slicks around the surface of the tire. And a technician or anybody in the pits can typically look at that tire. And they don't measure it. You just look with an eye and you know how how much thickness of the slick you have left or, you know, that particular race tire you have left based upon those reverse pimples. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So they and they don't have them everywhere. It's not like it's it's you know, but they'll have you know four or five of those around the tire where you can look at that and determine how much of the you know drag cars with slicks have that where they know exactly how much you know tire do I actually have left before I need to re- be replacing that tire. Now for that's for the novice racers, the amateurs, the high end race car guys. They know after so many runs or so many laps or so many this, so many that when to put tires on. I'm not talking about those guys, folks. I'm talking about a lot of the novices, amateurs, and so on, where they're on a budget. They can't afford to have 10 different sets of tires sitting in the trailer ready to go. You know, they're, they're really working off of a budget. And they, may not be, they may be able to afford one extra set of tires or none until they're, until they're gone, then they're buying tires. In those cases, they use the method I just, just noted to figure out how much tread depth they've got left. That's and when really they need interesting. Tires. I, I, did, I, did, I had no idea that's mm-hmm. how they did that. So, so r- real fast cars and a lot of the premium cars of even today. And this is something most people don't realize. For example, this week I'm driving a, a G70 Infinity, which is their little sports car. It's a, it's a really, really nice car, by the way. It's got a, got a high-horsepower, six-cylinder engine, 400 horsepower. But I looked at that car you know, the other day. The tire is on it. And there, because it's a performance car, does not have the same thickness or type tire that you're running on your Mazda, let's say. It's not going to have near the beginning thickness of tread that you have on your modern SUV. Two totally different ways of doing a tire. And that makes sense. Two totally um, missions, so to speak. Right. You know, it's what, what you're looking tire, to get out of the tire. A sports utility vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, SUV. So it's what you want to get out of it. You know, they're not, you're not going to throw you know, seven people in a, in a sports car. And go hauling up into the mountains. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, this happens to be an all-wheel drive car, but even with that, it's really more all-wheel drive for the performance end of things, not all-wheel drive so you can go out in the snow with it. It's an all-wheel drive performance car, not an all-wheel drive snow car. Now, you, could you put Blizzax on that and you know, a, a nice mud and snow tire and do some things in the winter and get around better than you would otherwise? Of course, but again... When you, I'll even use my little Bolt as an example. So my Bolt runs regular uh, run-flat Michelins because uh, there's no spare tire for that car to reduce weight and, you know, for the electricity and all that kind of stuff, you know, to get more, more range and so on. Okay. So that car will have no spare. It's got a run-flat tire, and it uses a, a really uh, low-resistant Michelin tire that you run, that I run. I mean, it comes with the car. I only run them in the summer. I will then go to my Blizzax in the winter because I get a lot better traction in the snow and so on. You can pretty much drive that car all year round with the Blizzax. But my range and my handling changes with the Blizzax from the original Michelins because there's more flex in the tire because it's gripping the road better for the snow and the ice. But because of that and the fact that it's got more rolling resistance, I get less range with those tires than I do the original Michelins. The other thing is the compound. Correct. The compound of the rubber Changes. changes. You right. Know, it might be stickier or less sticky. And the stickier, and, yeah. the better they are in the ice and the snow. Right. right. Oh. 
and the better they handle going around corners. But the less longevity you get out of the tire when they're mm-hmm. stickier. Yeah, that is softer. True. I'll never forget the first time I, I bought a car and it just had snow tires on it. Mm-hmm. Snow tires on it. I ran it for a month. The tires were gone. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they'll be a soft tire. Completely yeah. gone. That's right. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Great questions, by the way. Yeah. And, again, it goes into some of our myths that we just got done talking about as well. So, guys, we've got to take a break. You going to stay one more segment or you got to get out of here? I can stay one more. Okay, one more segment. Dan will be with us. We'll be right back, though. Don't go anywhere. We're at the Sons of Italy Car Show Live. We're actually on remote. Stop by and say hi. 32nd and here or not here on. So 32nd in Harlan. Get this right. 32nd in Harlan. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. The sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Lewinberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving, low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. 
This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles, 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment, 303-710-6916. All right, we're back. Drive Radio KLZ 560 live at the Sons of Italy Car Show. My Uncle Bill with me, Jeff Kitty, and Dan Yor. Hey. Stop by. So this good seeing great. you, Dan. All right, Dave real quick is on the phone. Dave, what's going on, sir? Hey, got a, uh, a 2014 Suburban, um, about 10,000 miles on it, really super stunning shape, and hmm. I'm just worried about it, you know, possibly getting stolen for parts or something. I was wanting to put a kill switch on it, a, a kind of a secret hidden one in the vehicle. And was wondering if you'd recommend, like, the starter, the fuel pump, or something else. No, that's got enough theft to turn on it already that is not a car that is, uh, that's a car where if they steal it, it's going to be with a rollback. They're going to haul it up on a rollback and yank it away anyways, and nothing keeps that from happening. Okay, so basically it's pretty secure already. You're pretty, you're secure as far as keeping all of the folks that are, Honest or even semi-honest out of it, you're already, you know, handling that end of it. The professional thief, again, if they want it, they're putting a rollback or a tow truck, you know, on it and hauling it off that way. Uh, in that case, there's, yeah, Dave, there's nothing you can do about it than just keep track of where you're parking it and be aware of that more than anything. Now, like if it's parked in the driveway, is it better to back it in so that way the rear wheels are locked and it can't be lifted and towed? They or? can skid it up on a – most of those tow truck drivers, if they have any – you know, if they're worth their salt, and the majority of them are, they can get a winch. They can back that – they can get that roll back even all the way underneath the front wheels and even lift the front wheels up onto the ramp a little bit, and they'll just drag the whole thing on the roll back, and away they go. Little soap. Okay. Yep. There's a lot of – Yeah, literally, they'll, 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 they'll lube that deck down and slide that thing on the back of that truck, and away they go. Uh, okay, so I'll just uh, take care of it as it is and not worry about it so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, trying to trying to do things that actually doing a kill switch and things like that would probably create more problems down the road for you, electronically speaking, than it's worth. Okay. I wouldn't mess with it. Should I take off one wheel every night? Ah, there you go. <laughs> a good answer. That's the way to do uh, you, you know, I've seen guys where they get their own boot and they boot them every night. But uh, there you go. I, Again, that's another one where even with a boot, they can drag that thing up on a roll. I mean, the wheel's not moving when they put that thing on the rollback. They're just sliding the thing up. Yeah, I'm just paranoid, man. Hey, I, I, I hear you. you offer. Thanks so I much. I hear you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it, Dave. Thanks a lot. Uh, let's go to Don real quick. Don, welcome. How are you? Hi, John. Hi, Jeff. Nice to talk with you guys. Hey, nice. Wow, What's Don. going on, Don? Well, I'm home with a sick dog today, but I, I wish I was out there with you guys. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are fun to go to the remotes. I really enjoyed those. Yeah. How's the Jeep coming? Well, the Jeep's kind of on hiatus because <laughs> in the summertime, Jeff, it seems like there's one job after another. Yes, there is. Yeah. You know, you you think being retired you could work six, eight hours a day on your, on your I, hobby, but that doesn't work <laughs> out that way. I understand fully. But I had a question for you, Jeff, if I could. Okay. Um. 
I got a Honda HRV, and it's got a CVD, CVT transmission. Yeah. And to check it, you have to run the engine according to the manual till the, till the engine fan comes on twice. Yeah. But I can't get that fan to come on. I let the thing idle for a half hour, and it won't come on. And I started with a warm engine to begin with. So did you go I'm out? Wondering. Did you go out and drive it? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. If you, if you go out and drive it and get it up to operating temperature, that's basically what they're looking for. Okay. On that, you, know, I got, you should be I, able to check it. Okay. I got an infrared thermometer, and, and I've been checking the oil pan temperature on that car for oh six eight months now, and I've noticed that the oil pan temperature runs about a hundred degrees plus or minus 10, of what the outside air is. So if we got a 180-degree uh, day, we got about a 180-degree trans temperature. And if it's 40 degrees outside, you come back from a drive, and it'll be about 140 degrees. Mm. So yeah. what, what I even painted a little space on the bottom of the transmission. You told me that to uh, with flat black paint to make it a little better accurate with that thermometer what would your suggestion be how how hot should that be to 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 check it properly well if you're up to operating temperature for the most part it's that that fluids you know if you've been driving it for an hour it's going to be up to operating temperature and you should be able to check check it then uh the big thing is is when you get up around 2 225 that's when you got to start watching it yeah, I, because I've never been that hot. Well, you, and the reason for that is is that you're going to have carryover sure. on that when you shut it off because you're not getting anything flowing okay. on it. So, well, why you is should, it? Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, you should be okay with what you're doing. Okay. Wait, why, the way you drive and maintain your vehicles, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why is it that you have to warm up? automatic transmission fluid to check it when you don't have to do that with manual transmission or a differential you can check them when they're cold and it's okay well there is a there is an expansion okay. in that and with automatics normally you're dealing with more fluid okay okay whereas yeah. with the standard you might have maybe three quarts in there with an automatic you might have 10 right right so the expansion so more of a different there that's yeah, right. The ex- yeah. The expansion makes a difference in volume, then, is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. But that, guys, i got to go. Don, appreciate the phone call very much. Wish you were Thank here. You. Have a great afternoon. And, again, we are live at the Sons of Italy Car Show, 32nd. And, Harlan, you leaving, Annie? Hang on. i got to take off. Okay. Man, this has been great. It's been a joy having you. Yeah. I love being here. Good Thank seeing you. you. So, Good all right. seeing you, too, we'll come, we'll come back here in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere again. Sons of Italy Car Show, 32nd. And, Harlan, stop by and say hi. We'll be right back, though, after the news. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.